Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboys, they're always around to help build your hope up and help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. I hope you turned your clocks down. It is Wednesday, March 12th. Nope, no, no, yup. Thought it was the 13th. 2014, you're checking in with your smoking nephew, and I'd like to welcome the Sade to my batter in law, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Jonathan, how are you, sir? Good, how are you, man? Days, but you know, we think he's 
ready to come out. It's taking forever. And I said to him on that day, on Sunday, I said, I have this main tuition that this baby man will be born tomorrow, man. And he said, he said, I hope you're right. And I said, little guy is ready. And he's going to come out tomorrow. And then, lo and behold, the next morning, I get a text at like 5 o'clock in the morning, Julia's water broke. So, oh, my God. That I was right about the baby man coming to mind. And then, guess what time the baby man came out? 6.30. No, it came, he, he came, Piero came into this world at 11.45 p.m. with 15 minutes to spare. He, he proved my prediction accurate. Oh, my God. George, what, what happened? Are you the baby whisperer? Are you the main whisperer? What's going on? How did you call that? That is strange. Did you really have a main tuition, or were you just guessing? I mean, this is just ridiculous. No, man, I had a main tuition, man. It's just like I had a main tuition about the gender of the baby man. Always had this main tuition, which Bryce was saying that, like, when he and Julia have been telling the story of the birth and everything, that that's been an integral part of the story because they were like, that was an amazing prediction, and Julia thinks that I should have been a psychic instead of whatever the hell I'm doing now. I think yeah. you should be a psychic. You should. You should, you should hang your hat up and uh, become a psychic. I think that's pretty amazing, actually. I don't know. How, you did it. You, you were two for two. The sex of the baby and uh, the, the day off. Uh, what, what's going on here? <laughs> I don't know. But I tell you what, I'm so happy for them, uh, as you are as well, I'm sure. And uh, just welcome to the world, Piero. Also, my friend uh, Eric Lustig had a... Uh, a cabaret last night. She won this uh, uh, award uh, called Broadway's Next Sensation. Yeah, Broadway's Next Sensation. Something like that. And wow. it, she won this contest up against some fierce competition, and the guy who opened for her uh, wound up, after, the, after he lost the contest to her, he wound up on Broadway. So in the middle of the show last night, she was like, I guess he was Broadway's sensation after all. Anyway, it was, a great show. it was a great show. And uh, I'm sure Las Vegas will get to the Great White Way soon. Um, but what was crazy about it was that uh, Tony Award winner, Broadway legend Sutton Foster, uh, came out as a surprise cameo and sang with my friend Erica. And it was so crazy. And Beth Level, uh, she could not get into the show because it was sold out. And these, these amazing Broadway people came out to support my dear friend Erica, who did this show called This Is 30, which was hilarious. Let me tell you what the part that I remember the most about it sound It was this part with this, uh, about, about her cat, Onyx, and it was all about how she wanted to snuggle with the cat, and they showed these videos in the product, production screen as she sang the song about how the cat wouldn't cuddle with her and how the cat would, like, look at her creepily in the mirror, and the cat would <laughs> taste the string around, and this cat was just wiling out. And then uh, at the end of the video, they show them finally snugging, snuggling together, but the cat has this, like, most scared deer-in-the-headlight, cat-in-the-headlight eyes at the end of the video, and uh, it was fantastic, and everyone was cracking up. So anyway, congratulations to Bryce and Julia. Congratulations to Erica. And, John Reese, what do you say we talk about ladies with cots now? Let's do it. Let's get on to the Somalia. Congratulations to those guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, 
what's going on with you, man? What is your life about right now at this moment? Do you realize that last week I said to you, what, what is your life right now in the present 2013? What's going on right now? And I, I neglected to, you know, realize that it's 2014. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all the same to me, man. Uh, yeah, they all blend into each other. But what's going on with you now, man? In this year, uh, not much, man. Today is it's snowing like a craziness out there. It's like seven inches out there. It's, it's snowing continuously. I couldn't even get out of work. Uh, you know, just chilling uh, like a villain. And uh, you know, I went to DC the past weekend. I had a blast. Went with uh, some of my work friends over here in Vermont, and uh, you know, met up with some others. Uh, you know, work friends who are not. No longer in Vermont, they're in Texas, and we all kind of met up because they're there for training. Uh, it was really short, but really fun, really fun. I got to tell you, man, D.C. is where I belong. You know, you just feel like I was just there for two days, and I haven't been there in like six years. And, uh, you know, walking around the city, man, I just, you know, this is my place. This is where I belong, you know? Yeah, so are you going to move there? Is that an option soon, maybe? It's not an option soon, but uh, hopefully it's an option down the road. I would love to get there somehow. i got to get a job. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) But wait a second. Don't you have to, like, prove yourself or something when you work for the United States government? You prove yourself in the first year by, uh, I guess, what you have to do is they they send you to some some, uh, exotic land and uh, just uh, have you, you know, out there with your, your... bow and arrow or whatever weapon you may have, and you want to kill off everyone but yourself and Josh Hutcherson? That's exactly what happens, actually. Um, you mm-hmm. have to uh, meet the one-year probationary period. They send you to a remote island and uh, it's really survival of the fittest. Uh, whoever comes out of that alive uh, goes on to a bigger and better career. Those who don't, mm-hmm. uh, well, I guess they don't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. So you no, got to be the fittest, got to be the brightest, and the, the quickest. Um, well, good luck with that, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. That was more like, you know, rhetorical. But uh, you are uh, more of an insult than sincere. Anyway, um, uh you know what um, I've had to do this week is is look for a new roommate, and if really? you ever want to, yeah, yeah, and if you ever want to like make sure that you strain your relationship with your friends uh, as well as your relationship with your old roommate, if you want to do those things, then this is a great hobby to get into. Is looking <laughs> for a new one. Um, it has just been a stressful fucking week, uh, but um, I believe everything is all secured now, so that's good. Oh, you found someone. uh, Yes, yes. But prior to that, let me tell you that tonight was the first night I had Craigslist randos come over and look at the place. And um, what I had to do in this situation was something I've never had to do before, and now I kind of understand why casting directors will just throw out headshots and resumes, you know, if there's, you know, they'll just throw them out without even looking at them. Throw out the envelope. So uh, I posted this advertisement on Craigslist um, on – that's how you pronounce it, right, Craigslist? Uh, Craigslist, that's correct, yes. Okay. Advertisement, I posted, yeah. I posted it on Sunday, and I was 
very immediately inundated with emails. Um, oh, boy. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> some of them were lovely. And I'd say the majority of them were scary. <laughs> and uh, there was just a lot of people who I, I had to overlook because they couldn't spell or, you know, they, they said they left out some punctuation or something. I was like, nope, that's it. And, you know, on to the next one. And it's just I had so many. That's what I had to do. So I felt like a casting director. I felt like this was almost an audition. And they're... You know, their first email is like their their opening soliloquy uh, or monologue because they're talking to me. But what happened uh, tonight, John Weeks, was the first guy that came over, without mentioning any names, um, he first off came over early, which is okay. Uh, but then, like, he... Uh, he came up to my floor and mm-hmm. he had both of his headphones in um, and Ugh. for the entire time he was here, he did not Ugh. take those headphones out. Oh, God. Uh, you know, trying to be in the moment a little bit, you know? It was... Honestly, you know, my my biggest peeve, as you know, is people who chew with their mouths open, or in other words, all of New York fucking city. Uh, but my second <laughs> biggest pet peeve, I guess, which I just kind of found out, is when I'm talking to somebody and they have their headphones in. I don't give a shit if there's music playing or not. Like, I remember Julian. I used to make Julian take his headphones off, even even if uh, there was no music playing. Um, and he obliged. But this kid tonight came in, and I was thinking in my head, Jonathan, I'm thinking in my head, am I really going to have a conversation like this with this dude? And so we did, but it made me extremely tense to the point that all I could do the rest of the night was pace around the apartment. Um, and uh, so that was the first dude. Then the uh, second one, um, well, then a couple just didn't show up at all, which was rude. Uh, oh. And and then and then there was a lovely one, and then um, and then there was another one that came later, and everything mm-hmm. everything was going fine, and I I very much liked him, uh, but everything was going fine, and then at some point we were we were by the uh, window in his potential bedroom, and I opened the fire escape window. Uh, so that he could, you know, look out, see what's out on a fire escape. And so we're bending over, looking out the window, and then all of a sudden, he starts going, It's going down. I'm yelling, Timber, you want to dance. You want to move. I feel like... <laughs> You know? Really? Are you serious? Well, why? What the hell's wrong with him? I, I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! I want to. That's it. The search would have ended right there for me. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, you, you would have gone with him? I think so. I think that kind of. I love that kind of randomness. <laughs> it was. It was a little in my face. It was literally. <laughs> <laughs> it's going down like. <laughs> You're just you're bending over, looking out the window. This is the first time you know. It's going now. I'm getting <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
Oh, my God. Maybe he was just excited about the potential to be a roommate. You know? <laughs> yeah, or maybe he was planning on tossing me out the window. <laughs> Timber. Dunby, <laughs> um, do you like buying razors? No, I don't. I really hate it. It's really annoying. They have all these weird vortex and uh, Mineola names, and it's just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> there are all these weird vortex and Mineola names? What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm trying to think Mineola of a, one of those. part of Queens. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know that. But, uh, yeah, there's just too many of these names, and they all do the same thing, but they all cost way too much. They're too expensive. Blastoise, Pikachu, uh, Charizard, Charmon. It's just too many names. I can't, I can't keep track of it, all these razors. <laughs> well, uh, do we have a solution for you, uh, guys or, or ladies who have become guys? Um, if <laughs> If you do not want to go to the store and buy razors anymore and ask Donald behind the counter at Dwayne Reed for a mock duck butter 3000 with wings, then just go to blazingryeradio.com and click on the banners for Dollar Shave Club. Every new member gets a free compatible handle, and if you upgrade or downgrade to a different plan, to a different, you get a different blade and a different handle. It's like putting awesome. a hot blade through lather. Change your blade with two clicks and receive it the next month. Handling, handle, handle, handle is still included free. I, I, I didn't know what I was talking about. You're going to love your blades. I guarantee it. Even if you don't, you can cancel anytime easily. So you can get dollar, literally dollar razors. No shipping or handling. And then you got the slightly nicer razors for $6 a month and then the real nice ones and real nice fucking, you just want to wet those razors up and just, just lather your face up with some nice Aveeno shaving cream and then just shave all night for $9 a month. Now, if you go into the store, into the Dwayne Reed or the Walmart or the Kmart or the Pathmark, you will wind up spending, what, what is it for razors now, $60, $70 each time you go? Oh, at least. I was going to say 60 bucks. Yeah, at least. At least. It is absurd. I mean, in reality, you'll at least spend $30 every time. And every time you ask for a razor and you want the handle, they will always ask, which, how many blades do you want? And they'll go to reach for the blades, but then you'll have to be, no, I want the actual razor too. And it's a whole hot mess. And the other thing that you could also get at uh, dollarshaveclub.com when you go there through Blaze and Rye Radio are butt wipes made for men. <laughs> They are I, 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 need a refill, I need a refill on those. <laughs> yes, yeah, you'll be getting your towels out again and then give them back to your <laughs> These butt wipes made for men are 40 durable 5x7 sheets, shipping and handling included as always. They're flushable and biodegradable, viscose rayon. And I'm not talking about the character from Dallas Buyers Club. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Soothing, calming, and refreshing. Gentle peppermint. So you're going to be wiping your ass with peppermint. What could be better than that? Wow. That's amazing. Fresh. It feels fresh in there. That must be really good. <laughs> I wonder if, like, if you're going to, um, what do you call it, toss somebody's salad after that. I wonder if it'll taste better with the peppermint. <laughs> Uh, 
Oh my god, do these uh these butt wipes have alloy in them? Aloe, alloy, alloy. Uh I don't know. <laughs> do you want That's alloys? A, <laughs> yeah. Battery? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Why do you want a battery in your butt wipe? I don't know. Just in case the power goes out. <laughs> but you don't do you need I would understand maybe like a flashlight in the butt wipe. Maybe we'd be on something there. A flash yeah. wipe. The flashlight. Oh, wow. That, 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 that's actually a brilliant idea. A wipe that glows in the dark, maybe? A glow wipe. Yeah, because sometimes your your light bulb in your bathroom goes out, and then, you know, your roommates will complain about it, and, um, you know, his, his, other relationships will be strained again. That's right. You need something to wipe your anus. You know, when the light goes out. <laughs> that sounds like a, a ballad by Cher from the 70s. Well, <laughs> you need somebody to wipe your anus when the light goes out. How would that song go, Johnny? Well, you need somebody to wipe your anus when the lights go out on Broadway. <laughs> that was a wonderful Cher. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That was actually Sarah. Oh, you are you with her right now? <laughs> I am. I am right now. She's right here, right beside me. Can you put Sarah on the line? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hey, Ron. <laughs> uh, Cher, it's an honor. I'm I'm a big fan of yours. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing well, Ron. How are you doing, baby? Uh, I'm doing fine. How is your uh, uh, son, I suppose I should say? Oh, child, he's she, 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 it's better than my original. If I could call my Tom. <laughs> All right. Well, Sarah, I'm tired of talking to you. Thank you, though. <laughs> Thank you, Ron. Thank you. Reese's. <laughs> you know that happened to me once where uh, my friend put my friend, my friend Jason, you know Jason, he ate corn flakes, or no, honey nut Cheerios above your head. Um, <laughs> yes. How could I forget? Yes. Jason, uh, well, Patrick was jacking off to the clown porn upstairs. Um, Jason gave uh, gave the phone. I was on the phone with Jason, and he gave the phone to this kid, Michael Contini. And I called him Alamo Johnson. And so he was like, you want to talk to Alamo? And I was thinking, uh, I was kind of thinking in my head, I, no, I don't really want to talk to him. Like, I mean, I, it's going to be awkward. I'll say hi, but I don't know what to say, at, like at this juncture. Like, I love him, but I don't know what to say right now. And then, I kid you not, Alamo got on the phone, and he goes, Hello? Who's this? And I was like, Ryan Hunt. He goes, I don't want to talk to you right now. And got off the phone. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was, in a sense, it was perfect. In another sense, it kind of hurt my feelings. It's, it's kind of rude, actually. Who, who is this Alamo Johnson? <laughs> he knows how to flap, flap, shuffle. <laughs> anyway, we. Um, so th- there, there are these these guys out there and, and these ladies 
uh, called patent trolls. They what? are yes, patent trolls, and a, a group of patent trolls called Personal Audio is attempting to sabotage podcasters in a lawsuit filed against Adam Carolla. Uh, now, John Weeks, mm-hmm. I'm going to read about this situation as we are fellow podcasters. And anybody listening, please do what you can to help the cause. Um, but, uh, John Weeks, this is what's going on. Whose voice would you like me to read this in? Oh, gosh. Um, Alec Baldwin. <laughs> I don't know if I, I... Adam Carolla is leading the fight against patent trolls. Lemon! That are trying to shut down the Adam Carolla show and all other podcasts. Here's why Adam needs your help. Adam is being sued in federal court by Personal Audio. Personal Audio is not an ongoing business. Personal Audio, ex- the only reason uh, Personal Audio exists is to sue every business imaginable, including Adam Carolla. That's right. Lawsuits are the only way that personal audio makes money. Personal audio and companies like them are known as patent trolls. Here's how they work. First, patent trolls buy up broad-based general patents. Then, the trolls sue every business possible. Their claim is that their patents are being used without permission or compensation. In Adam Carolla's case, personal audio is claiming they own the patent for the delivery of all media over the Internet. Therefore, Personal Audio claims that the Adam Carolla Show is guilty of patent infringement. Now, I know Tracy Morgan owns all the media over the Internet. Personal Audio is also going after any other podcast they believe can be shaken down for money. They have already made these same allegations against Mark Marin, Chris Hardwick, and many others. If you want to know what your money will be used for, it will be winning this case because it's true crucial to the survival of podcasting. Mother, if Adam Carolla loses this battle, then every other podcast will be quickly shut down. And these personal audio people are fucking fat little fucking lazy fucking pigs. These fucking personal audio <laughs> fat fucking pigs. And why should you do it? Because patent trolls like personal audio would use a victory over Carolla as leverage to extort money from every other podcast. As you probably know, podcasts are inherently small, owner-operated businesses that do not have the financial resources to fight off this type of an assault. Therefore, podcasts as we know them today would cease to exist. And if Bush gets elected again, I'm going to move to Canada. Every dollar of your donation to the Save Our Podcast Defense Fund will go toward the legal cost of defending the Adam Carolla Show against personal audio's frivolous lawsuits. This fund will be raised on the behalf of all podcasters and their fans. You fuck! And sent a crystal clear message to all patent trolls that we won't back down. But don't take any pictures. Don't take no fucking pictures. Most importantly, your contribution will allow your favorite podcast to remain in operation. And you go to fundanything.com slash campaign slash patent troll to help out the fight for us podcasters and make sure that these assholes don't shut us down. What do you say, Weeks? Wow. That was, a, that was an amazing uh, rendition. I loved it. I loved the, uh, the talk. Loved the voice. 
uh, we got to shut these guys down. Uh, this is terrible. I mean, uh, what are we going to do about this? If, if they're if they're suing Corolla, I mean, and if they win, this is doomsday for all podcasts around the country. I mean, how could they do that? That's not. That sounds like such a frivolous lawsuit in the first place. But it's very scary because if the court rules in their favor, um, all podcasts are in danger. This is bad. Well, it what's you know it's terrible what they're doing, and you, you know I mean with this this craziness right here could be in jeopardy. Uh, so right. go go to fundanything.com, and if you have trouble with the link, just uh, search Corolla in their box, and what will come up is the Legal Defense Fund to save our our podcast. He has some attorneys who are working on it. He says he likes them just about as much as you can like attorneys. And uh, and uh, he and Mark Marin, uh, I heard on the Mark Marin podcast called What the Fuck, um, on WTF, Marin and Carolla sat down together, and I'm fairly certain that Carolla is a conservative and um, Marin is a raging liberal. Uh, and the two of them sat down together. It's a bipartisan thing. doesn't matter what your other political affiliations are or whatever. This is something we can all agree on. So just go to fundanything.com and, and support your podcasters if you want to keep listening, fam. Right, man? That's right, man. We're going to take down these patent trolls and pop up a radio. This is just terrible. 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 Now, what do you think, like, uh, the the mechanics are of these uh, dick ladies? Like, do you think that they uh, cut the cock in, in half, like split it down oh. the middle, and then oh. in, invert it up and inside, and, and maybe that's how these ladies will get the sexual pleasure from, from this point forward? I think that's how they do it. I think you'd have to ask a mechanic. <laughs> you know what time it is, Tommy. I'm going to Let it go, let it go. The wizard made, no, it's the wizard. Let it go, let it go. Say what you say. Let it go, let it go. Yes, the lovely Adele Dazim. Yes, yes. Adele Dazim. What's going on, Adele How are you living? Not me. How you living, girl? I'm I'm enjoying this rainy night in the soggy applesauce. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, a, a big anniversary uh, happened this week for you. Thirty years with your wife. Congratulations, Simon. Wow! Congratulations. Yeah, go figure. The main anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, our love to Leslie. I don't even well, know what. I don't even know what the gift is. I don't even know what the gift is for thirty years. What is it? A dildo? <laughs> I think it's a dildo, but only if you go to blazingrideradio.com and click on the banner for AdamEveToys.com. Ooh, all right. <laughs> or maybe get one of them bunny bunny rabbit vibrators or something. Oh, a little a little fuzzy rabbit. <laughs> yeah, one of those fuzzy vibrators. It's like a vibrator with a merkin. A little fuzzy, fuzzy rabbit with a little merkin. 
<laughs> Who have you got for us for the Hot Mess Awards tonight, Wizard? Okay, well, my first one, I don't know if you watched The Housewives of Atlanta, but this Portia Williams, she used to be Portia Stewart, married to the ex-football player Cordell Stewart. Ooh, okay. And she was insinuating a lot that, you know, he might possibly be gay and that they were sort of just a relationship to to uh, give him a better image, in other words. But then she started, she started backpedaling on all that, and the, the settlement just came out in their divorce, and she got shit, which Good. makes me wonder exactly who her lawyers were down in the hot Atlanta these days. She got no alimony, no house, no cash buyout, no insurance. She has to pay what she's already, what the, the bills that she's already accrued on her credit cards are due, and she has to pay them. He put out nothing. Kept the two cars, the two houses, and all the stuff that he came into it with. Wow. That's unusual. Yeah. 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 Wow. So, I guess Georgia's where, you know, you can still screw a person over real well. <laughs> yeah, Georgia. Leave it yep. to the Georgians. You know, one yep. time on the show, Jonathan Demar explained uh, the traffic situation getting from Marietta to Decatur and in great detail. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I, never. You know, because what you do is you take Peachtree until you hit Peachtree and then you turn right. And you drive down Peach Tree until you hit Peach Tree and you turn left. And you come to another Peach Tree and you go right. And at the next Peach Tree, you go right again. I'm pretty sure that is exactly there's what he 15, said three years ago. There's 15 fucking Peach Tree streets there. It's like ridiculous. <laughs> uh, and what is your second hot mess or who? My second hot mess is Floyd Mayweather, the boxer. Now, have you heard the little he's in? No, what happened? He's in some deep doo-doo. Allegedly, allegedly, he was the mastermind behind the ambushing and jumping of two men that he hired to do some painting and, and general upkeep work on his Vegas home. He realized that there was some jewelry stolen, and he just made the assumption that it was these two guys. He got together a bunch of his friends, waited for them to show up, and they beat the shit out of these two guys with bats and all kinds of stuff. Oh, well, God. now he's saying that it clearly wasn't them, but meanwhile, they've retained attorneys. Let's just hope they're not Atlanta attorneys, but Vegas-style attorneys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. What is a Vegas yeah. style attorney? Like, uh, what's his name? Don King? Huh? Yeah. Who's that? Like, Don King? Yeah, he's a good one. He's a very good one. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, Vegas, Vegas attorney, you don't even go to trial. They just take you for a ride out in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Forget about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and who is your final hot mess for the evening? My my final hot mess has got to be Cat's Deli. Now, I love me some Katz's. 
Mm-hmm. Well, it seems like they're just a little too proprietary over the orgasm scene from when Harry met Sally. Mm-hmm. To the point that, to the point that there is a mobile food van that has set up around town called Cats, same spelling, and Dogs. And on the outside of the van, they have a painting, something to the effect that, are you ready for your Reuben orgasm? Well, the original cast of Sully took issue with that. Not only stop and deceased, but they've filed papers to permanently garage the food truck, and they want the monies that they they can figure out that were sold for this Reuben that they claim they have the orgasmic right to. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> it's a line from a movie. It's not, you know, your your fucking sandwich didn't cause the orgasm. It was a fake orgasm. Weeks, don't you have the uh, orgasmic uh, quarter pounder situation? I do. Whenever I have a quarter pounder, it's that special sauce. It just tends to be <laughs> crazy yeah. out there. Yeah, that's Somalia sauce. <laughs> oh boy! All right. Well, are you speaking of Somalia's and sauce? Speaking of Somalia sauce, I've got mine ready. Okay, you've got your your lubricants ready, John Weeks. Do you have your KY jelly? I'm ready. Ready to go. Ready and able. Right. I'm That is some fine. Off. That's some fine twerking music. I'm still twerking. I can see your ass shaking right now to that final note. Yeah. <laughs> colleges and I have hiking, <laughs> colleges have been hiking costs and really screwing poor families. Not to be confused with Jerry Sandusky, who used college to screw poor babies. Really, Colorado barbershop owner Hugo Corral posted a sign banning anybody who smells like marijuana from cutting their hair. The good news is, no one who smells like marijuana cuts their hair. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, all right. More than 2,000 schools across the world have signed on to an initiative that would ban the use of the R word. Regis. <laughs> <laughs> that was cited by Kelly. <laughs> Climate Central's Bobby McGill this week stated climate change poses a major threat to energy infrastructure in the United States. It also poses a major threat to fucking existence, asshole. Portland police had to be called to subdue a house cat that trapped its owners inside their bedroom after attacking their baby. The last time I was trapped by a pussy was just last night when I dreamt a cooch grew teeth and bit my dick off. Ouch! What a bunch of voices, those people. Did you hear that phone call? No. Three, about the three, cat. Three. Was he asked that? 
to 911 uh, were being trapped by our 23, it's a really large Himalayan cat, like 23 pounds. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I'm crazy, but I'm pretty sure I could kick my way out of that house. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know your way around pussy. There you go. <laughs> and that's the longevity to a long marriage. <laughs> Republicans in Oregon passed a measure bringing the state closer to legalizing gay marriage. Yes, that's right. I said Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> Former Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee recently told the New Republic he thinks male politicians should treat female opponents as a special treasure, unlike in Thailand where he found a female with a special treasure. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Minnesota Congresswoman Michelle Bachman told conservative radio host Lars Larson last week that the gay community has bullied the American people and has intimidated politicians and think they can dictate the agenda everywhere. I would make a joke here, but it already is one. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. 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 <laughs> Speaking of bullies. And defending gay marriage, Uruguay President Pepe Mijia suggested homosexuality has been around as long as the world has been around. He cited ancient homosexual examples like Julius Caesar, Alexander the Great, and Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> A big black market for organs is apparently alive and well on Facebook, kind of like how a market for big black organs is alive and well on Grindr. <laughs> wow, why, why are you picking on Whoopi Goldberg tonight? <laughs> did, you, did you just read your own joke, sire? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sunday in Milwaukee, Miley Cyrus couldn't complete a costume change quickly enough, so she ran on stage in her underwear. Oh, my God, I am flabbergasted she would do that, said nobody. Uh, nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> Two of the world's biggest banana companies announced on Monday that they were joining together to form a banana empire. Or as John Weeks calls it, Thailand. <laughs> oh, you so ruiny. You so ruiny. Oh, no. Oh. Oh. Oh, for a long time. Mr. Weeks. <laughs> oh my God, that just offended the entire country. Yes. <laughs> oh, Mr. Weeks, I got Mr. Weeks, I got ping pong off of you. Italian cultural affairs officials have threatened court action to stop an American arms manufacturer showing the revered statue of Michelangelo's David holding a rifle in its advertising campaign. The official said. If you want to see a brainless, gun-toting man with a small dick, just look at Ted Nugent. Oscar Pistorius vomited and wretched uncontrollably at his murder trial Monday as he heard graphic details of the injuries sustained by the girlfriend he shot. He then remembered 
he himself had his fucking legs cut off. (laughs) (laughs) What are the kids doing for fun these days? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Bang, bang. (laughs) Elizabeth Moss is topless and raising eyebrows in a Mad Men photo shoot for New York Magazine this week. Also raising eyebrows this week, is the topless madman running Russia. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) 30 senators, including Harry Reid and Sheldon Whitehouse, stayed up all night Monday to discuss climate change, or in other words, the worst orgy ever. (laughs) A Jefferson, Ohio teen was jailed for 13 days because he was holding a pocket knife. This is not like Florida where you're shot to death for only a bag of Skittles. Yep. Mm-hmm. Rainbow. Hey, now. <laughs> Target's store website this week features a teen girl model who was missing part of her vagina. Target <laughs> apologized and said, we meant to cut off part of her dick. <laughs> <laughs> Federal prosecutors this week withdrew a subpoena of a top Christie aide. This makes the first time anyone has been able to withdraw with Chris Christie above him. (laughs) 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 Wow. That's for all the steady chasers, right? (laughs) That's right. American woman. American woman, Teresa Riggi. Murdered three children by stabbing them each eight times with three different knives was found dead Monday morning in a high-security hospital. Friends of hers said, it's too bad. She was always so lovely, except when she murdered her three defenseless children by bludgeoning them to death with sharp knives. I want to know. I want to know exactly what the thought process was behind the three different knives. Oh, you're getting the paring knife. You're getting the paring knife, you little son of a bitch. I'm going to use a straight knife on you. The <laughs> uh, hell! A mummified woman. A mummified woman who died in 2008 is registered as having voted in the 2010 midterm elections. When approached, the woman asked, Can we talk? Can we talk? Happy my anniversary, Sirenine. Happy my anniversary, Lion Wizard. Thank you. I love this. I love this. It made me gag. Yeah. yeah. It made me gag. that it's Tom Fogarty's uh, 30th anniversary with his, his wife, Leslie. What do you think his outfit was on their first date? <laughs> um, there's, there's probably a milkman's outfit. He was delivering milk. Uh, I remember he was a milkman back in the day. 
soon as you see Fogarty as a, as a milkman, I could. Yeah. Do, do your impression <laughs> of him as a milkman. So I'm I'm the lady, and I hear my doorbell ring, and I open it, and go ahead. You want the milk or the chocolate? <laughs> that is almost as bad as Fogarty's Eddie Vedder. I was trying to get there. I was trying to get there. No, I think it was worse. I think it was much worse than his better, Eddie Vedder, actually. I liked Pro his Eddie Vedder. front man, Eddie Vedder, said, I almost wish bad things happened. I almost wish bad things happened. Jesus Christ. <laughs> easy Eddie to say, I almost wish bad things upon these people when talking about opponents of gun control. When gun enthusiasts asked, why should we listen to you? Vetter said, Can't find a better man. Can't find a better man. Uh, that was great. I love I love Fogarty's uh, rendition of it. That was amazing. <laughs> now, what would you, John Weeks, at 30 years old, and you're going... On a, on a date with a lady, what would you wear? What would be your costume if you're trying to make a good impression? <laughs> um, let me think. This is a tough one. If you, you want to make a good impression, um, polo shirt and no pants. Depends on who you're dating, you know? It depends on who you're going to you know, date. What? It depends on uh, who you're going out with, what kind of date this is. Is this a fancy date, fancy schmancy, or if it's just a nice little shindig there? Okay, let's say it's fancy schmancy. What are you going to wear? Like, like, like legitimately, what am I going to wear? I'm going to wear, uh, you know, like a nice, uh, you know, sport coat, button-up shirt, maybe some nice jeans or uh, a pair of khaki pants and some nice shoes. That's what I, that's what I would wear. Oh, yeah, you're going to wear a pair of cacked-up pants? Uh, some cacked-up pants, yeah. Um, last night, Weeks, when I was... Uh, well, before we get to that, and what song would you sing to serenade a girl? Ooh. <laughs> it's going down. I'm screaming, Timber! It's <laughs> <laughs> going down. And, um... <laughs> You you uh you know last night uh, I was walking from the gas station by my apartment back to the apartment I was getting some Perrier sparkling water which is my drink of choice these days the one with the lime in it and uh, walking walking back to the crib and there is a guy who has his entire head and torso in his trunk and he's just bent over in the trunk, and I'm looking at that, and I'm thinking in my head, Jonathan, I'm thinking in my head, that is an odd sight. It looks like he was, like, murdered, and as I'm walking by him, whatever he's doing, this is what I hear coming from his subwoofers and his speakers. I hear boom, 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 boom. Boom, boom. So I see this guy with the thing in the in the trunk, and then the Jaws music starts playing. It was pretty weird. I probably should have helped, but I just walked away. What would you do? Um, <laughs> was he moving at all? Ah, uh, I think so. I think I saw him move a little bit. 
Okay, I would have, like, tapped on his shoulder, but then I probably would have been scared to death when he turned around and it was a clown or he stabbed me to death. I don't, I don't know. Uh, th- that's a scary position to be in where you want to help out, but you don't want to help out because you don't know what's going to happen to you. I probably would have tapped him on the shoulder and said, hey, sir, are you all right? I did that once um, with my friends. We walked out of a supermarket. It was like 3 in the morning. We saw this old lady in a car sitting in the passenger seat, and, uh, you know, she was very old. And uh, we saw she was dead because she was, like, knelt over the dashboard, and um, she, she didn't look like she was breathing. She didn't look like she, was, she was, wasn't moving at all. And she was there for quite a while because I was talking to my friends outside for a while, and we didn't know what to do. So we were either going to call the cops or knock on the window. And we went over to the window, and before we knocked, she just waved up all of a sudden. And we all, like, <laughs> fell backwards. It was like a sudden, such a sudden movement that we all fell back where we were like, oh! And to this day, we still remember that because it was so freaky. Uh, her reaction was like like something out of like a movie, like Stigmata. <laughs> did she, uh, did she, that is a fucking weird example, by the way. <laughs> did, she, uh, did she say anything? Uh, uh, she rolled down the window, and we were like, you know, uh, lady, are you all right? We were kind of worried about you. And she's like, oh, I just fell asleep. And it turns out her car was on. So, I mean, she could have literally died if, uh, you know, if she'd been there too long. Oh, from the carbon monoxide? Yeah. Oh, uh, Peter Russo. That's right. Some people just... Some people just don't even know that they can die like that, you know. But, uh, um, you know, it was, it was a very bizarre night. This was like like in high school. <laughs> you said that weird. Say that say that type of school again. This was a very bizarre night. This was uh, high school. <laughs> <laughs> so when John Mayer wrote that song, you think he was singing, he was initially saying, I want to run through the halls in my high school. <laughs> yeah, that's just exactly what. <laughs> you know what freaks me out? What's that? You know what freaks me out? That ending of uh, that Wonderland song with John Mayer. That always freaks me out. If you put that on loop, you could make a murder movie out of that. Where he's going like da 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 da. You know that part where he goes da da da. That's that part scares the, the hell out of me. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Except you just sang "Mesmerized" by Ja Rule. <laughs> You just said. You're right, actually. What? Is that part of the best ride? You're your kiss, your smile. Your kiss, your smile. Love it when you look at me, baby. That's right, yes, that's right. That was. Uh, an interesting song because that used the same beat as that Smiles and South Star song, Tell Me. Do you remember that? There were two songs out at the same time that used the same exact beat. And the the arrangement was a bit different, but same rhythm, and they must have got it from the same producers. Do you remember that? I remember that. I'm I'm surprised you remember that. Smiles and South Star uh, were were not a humongous act. I mean, they had one or two good songs, and then they just kind of disappeared. Yeah, they were a great song. Even their first song, the like the, the kind of like a little bit more hardcore rap, uh, "Who Wants This," was pretty good. 
Mm, mm. Yeah, I don't remember that one. But I, of course I remember them because I remember we, me and my friend Zach uh, Metzner, uh, Mr. Jenny Jordan, I, we saw them at Syracuse uh, Civic Moth Dust Butter 3 uh, downtown. And uh, it, was, it was a weird, like, radio uh, put on. The radio produced it, the show. I forget what station, but one of them stations, you know, it's one of those stations. Um, but it was, who was it? It was a bit random because it was Smiles and South Star, uh, Sean Paul. Oh, uh, Sean Paul's great. Great, great, very great. Uh, Ashanti. Just um, give it a ride. That was great. Can you do that again? Just give me the ride. Wow, you do a good Sean Paul impression. Thank you, thank you. I, I, miss, I miss Sean Paul a lot, actually. I liked him on the radio. I liked his beats. I liked his melodies. It was good. He has a new album out, you know. Are you serious? Like a brand new one? Yeah, it's on the Spotify. I, I, I started listening to it, and then I stopped listening to it. Uh, wait a minute. I, I saw I interrupt you. Beyonce was at this concert, too? No, Ashanti. Oh, Ashanti. She's just as good. I, I, I prefer to see Ashanti. That's an amazing concert. Please never see you prefer to see Ashanti to Beyonce because then I'll have a lot of gays after me. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Apologies. Apologies. <laughs> Particularly Erica Lustig and Victoria Houston Ellen. I'm not saying they're gay. I'm just saying that they are friends of Dorothy. Now, okay. Um, uh, so yeah, it, it was it was so it was those guys. It was Sean Paul, Ashanti, uh, 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 who else? A uh, smiling South Star. Um, uh, there there was uh, some black guy that I can't remember, and then there was uh, uh, he, he must uh, he must uh, he, he must be a jazz musician. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of when you think of jazz, uh, John Lee? Black people. <laughs> so it was it was those guys and Union Turnpike. Do you remember that band, Union Turnpike, at all? No, I don't remember them at all. Who was, isn't that a station in New York? They, <laughs> no, it's a Turnpike, idiot. But they had that song <laughs> called O, and it was just like, Oh, you got the microphone. Oh, you rock the microphone. You remember that song? I don't remember that. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow, that is the first time you've ever not co-signed something ever. Anyone. <laughs> this is a breakthrough here. <laughs> You're finally becoming one with your true self. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. So it was all those acts plus simple plan. Wow. That's a little random, you know? So it's kind of a, it was a random collection of people, particularly the punk rock band among them, punk pop. That's, that's insane. That, that's, a, that's a great lineup, though. I mean, you don't have those concerts anymore. Those are, those are you know, you can't find them anymore. Um, um, you know, they always do those iHeartRadio festivals and shit like that, though, maybe on a, a larger scale. No good. The Smiles and South Stars, though. They were an interesting group. Because one was uh, an African-American and one was an Asian guy, I think, right? Yeah, he was Chinese. Didn't he have that song? I speak Chinese. <laughs> no, that's dead, man. <laughs> you racist. 
Sorry, I fogertied up. <laughs> we love you long time. <laughs> Yo, by the way, have you ever before tonight heard the phrase stop and decease? Uh, yeah, I have. But, you know, only in books. No, no. Because Fogarty said it. That is not a phrase. Stop and decease. He meant cease and desist. Oh, that's what... <laughs> You're the attorney, man. You should know this shit. I should, I should. I'm sorry. I, I take that hat off when I do this show. <laughs> Talking this nonsense about Somalias. Uh, did, did Stop and decease. <laughs> What? I'm going to give you a stop at the cease order. <laughs> yeah. It means the same fucking thing. Uh, just like last week, Fogarty said Tom Mayer instead of John Mayer. I think Fogarty's losing it. I think he's been lost a long time ago. <laughs> Remember when you said he something about he, he, come, he comes, wakes up in a dumpster every morning and comes out and his hair's all messed up and he has like a long brown brown rope on him. Like, Where am I? Where am I? <laughs> Remember the time he was talking about knocking his head against the drawer, the top of the drawer, and then bobbles and balls ro- rolling around the drawers and stuff. Yes, I do. <laughs> when he was, that was giving great. that Somalia some scullo. Yeah, he was giving that clown some head. Throwing the clown in the brain bag. Um, by, by the way, speaking of scary, John Weeks tonight, after the show, tonight, yes. and we can follow up on it next week, tonight, after the show, I'm going to send you something more horrifying than you've ever seen in your life. No, please don't. Please. Please, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. I can't. I have a weak heart. I have a weak heart. What is it? What is it? Please tell me now. Please tell me. <laughs> no, no. You'll see. You'll see. You're going to hear from me. You're going to hear from me, Weeks. Oh, God. That sounds like such a threat. You're gonna, that, sounds like the most, uh, that, that sounds like the most ridiculous threat ever. You're going to hear from me. It's, it's, like, it's like, a, that's like a mafia threat. Are you going to hurt me right now? <laughs> no, it sounds more like I'm going to call you. You know, you're going to hear from me. Like, you know, it sounds like a very empty, ridiculous threat. Um, I will call you. You know what I like? Uh, saying to people when I've, I'm just fed up with them and I've had enough for a while. I say, you're not going to hear from me. I like saying that to, like, my really good friend. Yeah, nah, nah, you're not going to hear from me, bro. You're not going to hear from me. And it drives them nuts. <laughs> that's like a really, that's like a mean threat. <laughs> uh, did, did, you, uh, did you see uh, True Detective finale? No, I did not. I did not. I did not. I, I'm so behind on True Detective. I'm so depressed. I haven't been able to catch up on it. Okay, no problem. We'll talk about that next week. Um, okay. Now, uh, weeks. <clears throat> um, I uh, think that our listeners should uh, purchase some dildos. <laughs> That's a fine uh, conclusion. I believe I agree with that. It should. All right. So go to uh, blazonrideradio.com. Click on the banner. Click on the backstage uh, section of the website, and you see our spanking new website. Right to the right of that, it'll be a banner for Adam and Eve. AdamEveToys.com. It will take you directly to where you can get an array of 
sexual pleasure toys. And, hey, guess what? For March, there is a St. Patrick's Day sale. Hundreds of items up to 80% off. Let's see what's on sale, John Weeks. All right, I'm just okay. going to read a, a couple things. There is a Verve vibrating prostate massager on sale for 1995. Verve? Is that, is that only for freshmen? <laughs> no, it's only it's it, it's only bittersweet. If it were freshman, <laughs> the bird pipe. That's right. When we were young, we knew everything. Thing. Gina, Gina Punkarelli never took advice. <laughs> Did you say something about Fonzarelli took advice? <laughs> yes. Tito Fonda hey. really never took advice. <laughs> it's a pretty good looking cock, this so real six inch realistic dildo. Uh only nineteen ninety five. Then you got you, you got this, you know, that it's a luscious cock as Kevin Smith says. Remember that guy with two dicks? Kevin Smith calls him <laughs> two luscious cocks. Uh you got a waterproof prostate massager. There's also a Katie Morgan cyber skin stroker that I'm. It looks like a replica of her vagina, and you can get uh, various things like Liquid V female stimulating gel. By the way, I was thinking about this today. Do you think that a vagina with X-ray vision would be called B-ray vision? <laughs> yes, I do. I do think that's what it would be called. Although I don't <laughs> think they're they're out yet in full retail. They also have rear entry anal lube. I'm wondering why they need to clarify that it's rear entry anal lube. <laughs> you think some ladies have their anus in front? Well, uh, with the way technology is going today, yes, it happens. <laughs> you can get a clear jelly butt plug. You can get a Lilo personal moisturizer lubricant. You can even get an Adam and Eve Marathon delay spray. This is week's favorite. The mist. Delay spray, Tom, Tom Delay, Tom Delay. <laughs> yes, Tom Delay spray. It's the <laughs> anal mist. I mean the numbing mist. Uh, that, that is good stuff, but uh, they got to make it kind what? of flavor. What? What? What'd you say? No. Suck? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's good stuff. They, but they, they, they should make it flavored. Oh, you're right. What flavor would you make the the anal mist? What are we talking about in this? Um, feces. <laughs> <laughs> feces flavored. You know, there's a there's, there's a never mind. Um, so there, it was funny that Fogarty called it. Uh, he, we were talking about the whole fucking uh rabbit vibrators before. Fogarty started saying this, and now I'm seeing it on here. There's a, a Wasakali Wabbit vibrator advertised right here. Wasakali Wabbit vibrator, just like Fogarty said. It makes me think that he's probably used it. Wow, he's pretty, wow. He, this, he probably runs this store online. <laughs> From the dumpster that he crawls out of every morning. Where am I? <laughs> Ooh, and uh, hey, what do you think the dog Mousy that lives by itself is doing uh, right now? Well, um, I do believe last week we uh, we stopped at Mousy was hearing voices. She had to be 
institutionalized in the same asylum because she was hearing uh, her dead friend Corey's voices all over the place. She was being heavily drugged. She was going through shock therapy. And uh, it, was, it was pretty serious. Well, Malsey attempted suicide. She dumped Malsey. off. Malsey. Oh, I thought you said Balti like Balti Bartakamos. <laughs> uh, that's her other friend. Um, Malsey jumped off uh, the, the, the insane asylum, and actually, she survived. She oh, yeah. fell into yeah, she did. She she fell into a big dumpster of manure. For some reason, it was just sitting there under the the building. There, she survived. She crawled out. It was. I don't know why it was just standing there. It was very strange. It was just. It, it, it's just you know, one of those freak accidents that uh, saved her life. Mm-hmm. And um, so she survived the fall. She you know, despite a lot of crap all over her, and um, you know she had an epiphany, and uh, she actually felt very guilty for you know somewhat causing her friend Corey's death, and she turned herself into the uh, local authorities. She's now um, admitted uh, full guilt for the uh, death of Corey, and uh, she's going to jail for about a year. So she's she's going to jail, and uh, so right now we're trying to figure out, uh, her legal team is trying to figure out uh, what to do with her house while she's away. (laughs) <laughs> and that's the cliffhanger for the week? That's the cliffhanger. So, you know, she, right now she's in jail, and she's going to have to learn how to survive. She's in a maximum uh, security prison cell where the baddest-ass uh, bitches go. <laughs> <laughs> baddest-ass bitches is like the doggy Alcatraz. That's right. That's right. Alcatraz. <laughs> I like that. Wow, sir, you are creative. You are very creative, sir. Uh, uh, and uh, what is your favorite scene? And she's the main man with the main, the main, the main, the main, the main, the main, the Channing Tatum, Tatum, Chainsworth, Tatum, Chana, the I am from Epo's Bang, Bang. All right, my favorite scene. And she's the main man with the main, the main, the main, when Amanda Bates plays uh, a phenomenal Abraham Lincoln, our 14th president, the man who freed the slaves and fought the, 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 the good war and uh, won it for the North and for freedom's sake. And uh, she had some amazing quotes in the film. I thought she was Lincoln. Uh, you know, ridiculous. <laughs> Here it goes. I can't listen to this anymore. I can't accomplish a goddamn thing of any worth until we cure ourselves of slavery and end this pestilential war. I wonder if any of you or anyone else knows it. I know. I need this. This amendment is that cure. We've stepped out upon the world stage now. Now, with the fate of human dignity in our hands, blood's been spilled to afford us this moment now. 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 And you grouse and heckle and dodge about like petty fogging Tammany Hall hucksters. <laughs> a 
abolishing slavery by constitutional provisions settles the fate for all coming time, not only of the millions now in bondage, but of unborn millions to come. Two votes stand in its way. These votes must be procured. We need two yeses, three abstentions, four yeses, and one more abstention, and the amendment will pass. You've got a night and a day and a night, several perfectly good hours. Now get the hell out of here and get them. Yes, but how? Bummer's guts, man. I am the President of the United States of America, clothed in immense power. You will procure me these votes. And that's my favorite scene. She's the main man for Jermaine the Bank Bank. Your Lincoln sounds a lot like Cher. <laughs> they had a lot of similarities back then. They both had hair. <laughs> what? What does that even mean? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they both have hair now. Well, I mean, she's not really I mean, well, Lincoln's not alive, but, you know, what, what is that? I don't know what that can make sense out of it. I don't know what that meant. <laughs> they had a lot of similarities back then. They both had hair. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize about Abraham Lincoln and Cher. <laughs> you what? I apologize about Abraham Lincoln and Cher. Oh, oh let me ask you. Let me ask you this question. You, you do your favorite scene first, and I'll ask you the question. Okay, hold on, because, you know, somebody's call, fucking sound is going off in my ear, driving me fucking nuts, don't you? Just throw a brick at him. Oh, good Lord. Okay, um, he knows I'm doing the fucking show, too. Anyway, uh, my favorite scene is she's my man with a mind to bang, 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 at the mall, a little bit ratty, and Amanda Bynes has this great monologue where she says, speaking of uh, pregnancy and babies and ladies, it doesn't matter. It can't happen. It's impossible. Lois could never have Superman's baby. Do you think her fallopian tubes can handle the sperm? I guarantee he blows a load like a shotgun right through her back. What about her womb? Do you think it's strong enough to carry this child? He's an alien, for Christ's sake. His kryptonite, his Kryptonian biological makeup is enhanced by the Earth's yellow sun. If Lois gets a tan, the kid could kick right through her stomach. Only someone like Wonder Woman has a strong enough uterus to carry this kid. The only way he could bang regular chicks with a crypt- is with a kryptonite condom, but that would kill him. And that's my favorite scene is she's the main man with main to bang panic and mine. <laughs> phenomenal, sir, phenomenal. Thank you. Now what were you gonna say? Uh, I wanna know your favorite three presidents. In no particular order. 
Uh, uh, um, <laughs> what was that laugh? That laugh. That was not a very friendly laugh. That that this is now I know what it's like to to be on the other end of the the backstage show, putting me on the spot here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. I guess it's only fair. So, um, uh, uh, I'm going to say Kennedy. Okay. And I'm going to say. Lincoln, and I'm going to say Clinton. Wow, very fine. What? Very fine choices. I respect all those choices. Good (laughs) job, sir. Good job. Thank you. I'm I'm close. I think we share Lincoln. We share. So, Lincoln. Mm -hmm. Um. God. uh, uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Mm Mm-hmm. And this is the shocker here. To your mm-hmm. Kennedy, I choose you, Richard Nixon. <laughs> Richard Nixon. Well, <laughs> what? Uh, what? Well, we, we have a we have a call. It's seven one eight. What's your name? Where are you checking in from? Hey, I um just wanted to comment on the, the favorite presidents. Oh uh, my gosh! That was <laughs> okay. That was a that was a really good bit. I liked it. I uh, it was good. <laughs> Richard Nixon, can can you please? I, I I was listening for a really long time, and then I decided, you know, that really bothered me 20 minutes ago, so I figured I'd call. Uh, Richard Nixon, what, what's what's your what's your background behind that? Why why Richard Nixon? Well, uh, well first of all, who is this? It, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. I really need matter. to know. I need to know. Hey, what the whole the president's bit? Didn't that occur 20 minutes ago? Five now. minutes ago. No, the one, yeah, the one where you asked him how who were, who his favorite three presidents were. Didn't that happen twenty minutes ago? What? Uh, oh my uh, god! Five minutes ago. I think we're being incepted. I might be in a time vortex. <laughs> I think this whole that, turning the clock down thing really fucked it up. Well, that's neither here nor there. I really want to know the explanation behind the whole Richard Nixon thing. Oh, Yes, fair point. Fair point, fair upon. Weeks, go ahead. All right. Well, well okay, all right. Uh, well, you know, as long as you foreign, foreign policy, I think it was pretty good. I think it, it was mostly a progressive Republican, moderate Republican. The way the, the way the Republicans should be today, but unfortunately they've gone the wrong way. Um, I think uh, in terms of foreign policy, he's largely credited with opening up China, even though some people would disagree. Uh, and also, he's largely credited with uh, ending the Vietnam War, you know, created by JFK, created by uh, LBJ, and uh, that's historical. That, that's that's true. Those those two did pretty awful things in Vietnam, and um, uh, you know, pretty much escalated the war to the mess that it has become today, uh, that we know of it today. Uh, in terms of domestic policy, he's been rather progressive. Actually, he was. Uh, uh, you know, try to reform welfare. I think he's the one who signed in affirmative action. And uh, he's just someone who really was thinking ahead of his time at that time. If, uh, you know, if we talk about Watergate, of course, he's probably one of the worst presidents of all time. And we can't ignore it, of course. But, um, you know, in terms of his policies, if he had not, you know, for lack of a better, you know, phrase, had not gotten in trouble or not did what he did, 
I think he would have been one of the more progressive, moderate uh, presidents and uh, probably a stalwart of the Republican Party that would have continued their success much further into the future. That's why I like President Nixon. I like his character, too. He didn't come from money. He didn't come from privilege. He didn't come from some ideological higher ground like a lot of our past presidents do. And he was more of a common man. He was, and uh, that's probably what got him in the end, too, his kind of paranoia that he, everybody was out to get him. What, 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 does, uh, what does progressive mean? Well, you know, progressive is probably, you know, if you're, if you're trying to define it, progressive is relative to the mm-hmm. time period that you're ta- talking about, you know? Okay. Thank <laughs> it's, you. It's, so, progressive Thank you for the is, clarification. It's no problem. <laughs> That's the only reason why I called in. I really no appreciate problem. it. No problem. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Rondell. Bye, Rondell. All Thank right. You. Thank you, Rondell. Uh, you know what's interesting about that week is that uh, by saying, uh, by, by saying, by saying, by saying, by saying, by saying that um, that uh, Nixon was ahead of his time, maybe Watergate was, you know, he was ahead of his time because now it's perfectly acceptable for. Uh, the federal government to spy. Um, right, exactly. Actually, that's a good point. Um, you know, and, and I'm not trying to make some kind of big point about Nixon. He did ask me why I like Nixon, and uh, I just think, you know, he's, progressive is probably a wrong term because it's got so many, uh, you know, levels and layers of uh, kind of bias to it nowadays. But he was just a forward-thinking guy, and he's, you know, thought outside the box. He wasn't a conservative. Uh, which is, I think, the wrong direction of the Republican Party, and he's kind of the direction that the Republicans should be going towards instead of Ronald, Ronald Reagan and um, you know, George W. Bush, George Bush and whatever. Speaking of, I'm so glad this came up because I forgot to ask you about this. Uh, somebody uh, that maybe I work with is a, uh, uh, maybe, and this is a quotation that he stated earlier this afternoon. This is a quote. You tell me how you feel about it. The quote is, my family makes enough money where we're voting the way we should be voting. What do you think about that quote? Uh, That's a very strange quote. I thought it was Um, offensive. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, I don't know what it means. I mean, this is like a rich person saying, I make enough money, therefore I'm in a certain kind of class, therefore I vote this way, I think that's very offensive. I think that's not the way people should vote. Uh, people should yeah. vote on issues. Issues and uh, what what really is important to the country. You know, like, and, you know, there's a lot of discussion about issues. You know, some issues are more important to some people than others. You know, like abortion to women or, you know, whatnot. Um, but I think for the certain times, and that, that's what I mean when I talk about progressive, certain times are kind of colored by certain issues. And I think, like, three or four years ago, or even now, I think the economy is the biggest thing. And, uh, you know, I think that's that's the issue of our time. Yes. Well, um, the last thing that I would like to mention is that um, J- uh, Jason Rawlings, as you know, is the best man for um, John Robert Wallace Murphy, Bobby Wally is his AKA, his uh, wedding, and for his bachelor party. 
and whatnot. And so <clears throat> he called, and then, of course, I didn't answer, and he didn't leave a message, and I forgot to call back. So then I finally, he called again. So then I called back that night. So on, I think it was Sunday, we spoke, Sunday or Monday. I'm really getting those two days confused tonight. It's Sunday and Monday. I can't remember when my best friend's baby was born. Um, anyway, Jay Rawlings uh, called me the other night, and I'm happy to say that he was calling for my advice on making sure we do not have to go to the Dominican Republic for John's bachelor party. Oh, my God. Really? Because here's the thing. John only gets one weekend off of school. Like, he doesn't have any time more than that off. Guess who? I'll let you determine who is insisting that we go to the DR for the weekend, which would, to me would be a waste of time, waste of money. It would be, uh, uh, it, would, it, could, it could jeopardize my whole sobriety thing, that's for sure. Um, so, uh, hey, hey, by the way, Weeks, I'm, uh, 67 days sober. What do you say we just did a fucking show? Uh, congratulations, brother. That's awesome. Thank you, sir. Uh, yeah. So, well, I mean, what, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just, uh, this, this whole going, you know, far away for a bachelor party. So then Jay was saying, well, maybe we could do, like, Myrtle Beach or something for just a weekend again, and I, I told him that's the furthest I'd be willing to travel. Like, that would pack it. I wouldn't want to go any further than that, and, like, I just, I said, why don't, I mean, it doesn't make sense to me to not do it somewhere like New York, or if, if uh, you know, if you want a Vegas vibe, we can just do Atlantic City and whatnot, and I was trying to get it, you know, more more local and more so that all of us could come. Oh, what, thank what you, sir. Think? What do you think is going to happen with this whole mess? Um, we're going to probably wind up going to the Dominican Republic. <laughs> <laughs> we put the bricks in the Dominican Republic. <laughs> we're going to we're going to have to do a polling online to, to figure out where we're going to go. Just like that last bachelor party, that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that polling for Jesus' bachelor party has no consequence or relevance whatsoever. <laughs> it was the most fruitless, useless polling thing we've ever done. And that went on for like weeks. Wasn't that not like going on for like a month? <laughs> no relevance, consequence, fruitless, useless in America. Um, that did go on for weeks and there were like different polls and like it didn't matter. Whatever one like, the, uh, the fucking Yale guys didn't want to go to anywhere, you know, that was easy to get to. Remember, then remember that whole, we settled on that whole Cape May disaster. I Oh, I suggested maybe we do that today. Uh, and I even suggested bird watching. That's how much I don't want to go to the Dominican Republic. <laughs> Who's the one who wants to go now? Is it, uh, is it Julian? Of course it's Julian, that Rolo mofo. <laughs> you know how much money that's going to cost? That's going to be so expensive. Uh, you know, a bachelor party should be memorable, but it doesn't have to be super expensive to be memorable. I think that's just... I think Vegas is a great idea. I think New York's a great idea, you know? <laughs> it is. Do you think Vegas is a great idea? I mean, Vegas is not a great idea. No, Vegas can be pretty crazy, I think. You know, it's... it's um. 
depends on what you want to do. If you want to have a well-balanced bachelor party, you should really have it, you know, in New York or a large city like that, or even like DC or something like that. But I mean, like, yeah, um, mm-hmm. go ahead. I was going to say, if you want a pH balance, you secret, you know, for an active woman. That's right. And, and if you want to do that, then you go to the DR or you go to uh, Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> totally Boy, need to have a cut your dick off island. <laughs> you know? um, so I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. And uh, John Weeks, I tried to end it in an hour tonight, and uh, I, I failed, and I apologize. <laughs> no, I apologize because I asked that damn question about Nixon, which I have to correct myself. He did not start a permanent action. He started the uh, ERA, and he started the EPA. Uh, LBJ started uh, permanent action. Sorry about that. Oh, <laughs> okay. Oh, my, how the turntables whisper sweet nothings in the air now. So, if you have a Barbie doll, John Lee, what are you going to do with that thing? Well, you're going to feed her Twinkies and SpaghettiOs for about <laughs> ten, 10 years. Let her put on some weight. Do, don't exercise. Don't do anything healthy. And you have the modern-day Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> obese Barbie, man. That's right. Obese Barbie. O- obese Barbie. Obese be. <laughs> Oh, Barbara Beast. <laughs> oh, Barbara Beast. Oh, Barbara Beast, man. <laughs> I All love right, doing the show with you, man. Love it. It's the highlight of the week. Good night, Weeks. Good night, everyone. See you next Good week. Good night, Ron. Good night, Reason. Hey, Reason. Nice, Kathy Lee and Hoda. Miss